0: Happy New Year's Eve. Here we are, episode number 250 of Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and today is a live show. Yeah, I'm, I'm in studio right now. It's you and me chatting for the next two and a half hours, getting to hang out. We're going to talk about resolutions we've made, resolutions we hope to keep, uh, different places to go to celebrate the incoming new year, and what we can look forward to as we say goodbye to 2020. We'll look back a little bit. We'll hear from some of the the players involved in some of the festivities of tonight, and uh, really just going to have an opportunity to celebrate back and forth. But there is still news to cover. We're going to start today's program looking at something that is shaping up in Washington, D.C. There is a portion of the electoral process, which honestly, in years past, you ignore for the most part. It has been uh, something of a formality, and that is the congressional certification of the uh, presidential election results, specifically the votes cast by electors across the country. This year's a bit different. This year, January 6th will be a headline making day in Washington, D.C., instead of just uh, another day in many where congressmen and women uh, report for duty and cast their votes and debate one another. No. This year, history will be made. For only the third time in history, it is expected that there will be a challenge to the electoral results and a challenge, an objection specifically to the certification of those results. Uh, You've likely become an expert in this process over the past few weeks. Uh, What it requires is that an objection be raised in one of the two chambers of Congress, either the House or the Senate, and should there be a companion challenge in the other chamber— ...than the joint session of Congress, where typically the votes would be cast and the election would be certified, that joint session is dissolved for at least two hours, and that objection is debated on by the two chambers. And then a vote is cast as to whether or not to sustain the objection, and with the numbers being what they are, the highest of likelihoods is that those objections will not uh, pass both the House and the Senate, Uh, and yet it is that we learned just yesterday... ...that Missouri Senator Josh Hawley is intending on raising an objection, a companion objection, to an effort uh, being undertaken by Representative Brooks in the House. We have also learned that there are a number of members of Congress, specifically in the House, who stand and support uh, Brooks in this effort... One being Congressman elect Burgess Owens from Utah, recently elected to Congress to replace Representative Ben McAdams. And uh, Congressman elect Owens joins us now. Uh, sir, how are you? Happy New Year's Eve.
1: Thank you so much. Looking forward to this for sure, actually.
0: Uh, this is one of the last days where your title will be Congressman elect, as it is <coughs> on, on Sunday, a historic moment for you. How do you feel leading up to Sunday?
1: Very, very excited about it. Uh, it. It's been it's been quite a journey, to say the least, and leave me actually tomorrow morning to head out to, to get all set in. But excited about it, and the, the, couldn't that be a better time for us to to have the voices, uh, I think Utah's voices, you know, and, and Congress, along with the other uh, 14 that we flipped over this last year. So I'm looking forward to the opportunity for sure. Sure.
0: Uh, can I ask you a trivial question? There yes. is, uh, on, on Sunday, there will be a moment where you place, place your hand uh, atop a, a sacred text. Have you picked yours out yet?
1: You know what? Um, I have. I, now that you think about it, I, I had not thought about it to this point. But it's, it's Proverbs three, I think three eight. Uh, Trust and lower all that heart and lean out on our own on our own understanding. So. That will be uh, what I will use. Thank you for the heads up. I didn't. I have, totally had not had not been uh, given the heads up on that. Well, one, here's so. the thing.
0: It's an it's an opportunity to to create an heirloom for for yourself and for your family and for your supporters. It's it's a cool moment. Uh, I've witnessed a few of them in the past, and I, I look forward to you and the other freshmen and all members of the uh, the the 117th. Having that opportunity. Now, uh, one of the questions that I have asked you and I have asked other uh, members of Congress moving into the 117th, what will be uh, your your first official act? What will be your first piece of legislation? As it turns out, likely your first official act will be in support of uh, this uh, objection to be raised by Representative Mo Brooks. Uh, Why? Why make that choice?
1: (coughs) Well, because I believe in freedom. Uh, I'm very proud to have a history. I had a, a, a grandfather at 15 years old who, who volunteered for, for World War uh, I, a dad at 19 years old who, who volunteered for World War II, and this was one of his proudest moments. Uh, that was before I was born. So they were, they were fighting for, the, uh, they were fighting for the, my generation that we would live a life of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. And that's where we are today. Uh, this is a very important uh, point we are because we, we need to make sure that we feel comfortable that our our uh, the most important rights we have to vote is being respected, has been counted, and uh, there's, there's too many too many uh, 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 ir- 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 too many things that's happened this year that, that we have concerns about, and I won't go through all the details. We'll hear, we'll see that on the sixth, but I think it's time for Americans to kind of take a pause. You know, there are times that we need to fight for our nation. There's times we can just let things go and move down the, down the road a little bit. This is the time to fight. We need to make sure that uh, if, if nothing else. And I'll use a football analogy. <clears throat> when you look at the, the, the fourth quarter, there's two, two things you can look at. One is the clock. One is the scoreboard. For the guy on the field, the player on the field, the scoreboard is important, but the clock is even more so. It's how you use those last minutes of that fourth quarter that will, will, will dictate how people respect you, how you look at yourself when you walk, leave, leave the field, no matter what the score might be. And right now, we, we're in this last quarter we to be fighting to the very end. Everything we have that can be done correctly, done fairly, legally, we need to take every option we can to hold on to this this great uh, this great thought of freedom that we have, and not uh, not be not be bullied, and to uh, and to, and to uh, short-cutting this, short cutting the process because people just don't feel comfortable with it.
0: One of the realities of the United States Congress is that it really is a numbers game, that power rests uh, with the party that has the numbers. And right now in the House, in your chamber of Congress, uh, it is a body controlled by Democrats. For this objection uh, that you will be supporting, that has been announced, Josh Hawley in the Senate will rise, uh, will raise, rather, will be debated and voted upon, the, the numbers just aren't in the House. And it would require passage in both chambers, as you will know, uh, to, to have any impact on the election. G- given that this effort is doomed, t- talk to me about what what the point might be. What's the message that you'd like to send? Oh, and listen, if you, if you disagree that it's doomed, let me know that as well.
1: Okay. No, it, it comes down to this. It's not even the numbers, uh, Lee. It's the principle. It's what we stand for. It's what we're willing to fight for. You know, we've had a country that's gone through some very, very tough times. Uh, I mean, wars and, and all kinds of issues. And we've had men and women who stood up against the odds, because they believe in what we call freedom. And we believe in this opportunity of life, living in pursuit of happiness. So uh, I, at the end of the day, I, I look at very simply as principled people. When you look in the mirror and realize I did everything I can to make sure I've done what I feel is the correct thing to do, I'm not going to, to, um, to, to give in just because people see that the, the, the score is against me. Uh, we're going to fight this process through. And at the end of the day, again, as I mentioned, the the, the last minutes of the quarter, you walk up the field knowing you're given everything you have. There's nothing left. That's when you know you actually won that particular part of that battle. And uh, there will be people that, were, that history look back and and we'll see uh, if this was something that should have been done or not. I believe it's a very very important piece of our history to show that we're willing to stand for something, regardless of how popular it might be or or what the left might want us to believe that it's a that's a foregone fore, foregone conclusion. I think until that last uh, second ticks off, uh, we're going to fight until that, to that to that very end.
0: Is there anything that could come during the debate? Uh, stemming from the objection that could ultimately lead you to vote to certify these election results. Is, is there any scenario which plays out where you are a supporter uh, of this presidential election and ultimately Joe Biden being inaugurated on the 20th?
1: Uh, no, Lee. When I see things like um, 42,000 votes in one state been counted twice, when I see uh, you see every every key factor where you t- twice, two times the, the black women, 18% of black black men, uh, more Hispanics, Asian, gays that are voting for this president, uh, 52, uh, 74 million votes. And we we're supposed to believe, of course, in this case here, that that, that Joe Biden is more popular this time than than, uh, than Barack Obama. So it doesn't make sense to me, anecdotally or to factually. But end of the day, if once once the count is done, once the tally is put in place, whoever's the president, I will support. I will I will recognize him as as a president and do my very best to support those things that he will that's that's in link and 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 in, in concert with my beliefs. And those that are not in concert with my beliefs, I'm going to fight against. So, uh, I mean, I'm going to—I just feel we should go through the process. And uh, again, feel feel good that we uh, that we've done everything we can to, to hold on to this uh, this great culture we have.
0: Hey, have you had much communication with Representative Brooks or even Senator Hawley? What are the conversations like uh, <laughs> amongst the folks in your camp right now?
1: Actually, I have not. Uh, I've, I've talked to some of the freshmen that uh, that are coming in with me, uh, and many of them feel the same way I do. There's some that don't. But that's okay. The, the whole thing about this process—this is so important—even within the same party, we can agree to disagree, as long as we stand stand by the principles that we all believe in, that we believe we should have, and by the people that we're supporting, that we're supposed to su- support. I'm going to do very, one simple thing. I didn't, I didn't come to this as a politician. I came as someone who has some very strong beliefs, and I made sure those very, very, uh, 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 very much articulated. A hope hoped very articulated when we ran for ran for, con- for Congress. My goal is to make sure that that what I've been, been been elected to do, to stand for my beliefs, is what I'm going to do. And I, and, I, and I have the trust that those uh, in District 4 will respect that, may not agree with it all, but they will respect, fact, I, I will be a, a person of principle, and I will always point to one very, very basic thing. It's all about our country as a total, having life, living in the pursuit of happiness, and not feeling at all that we've been cheated or they've been, that, uh, that, that something's not fair. We should all believe that we have the fair opportunity to live our American dream. And that's, this is all part of it right here. Well,
0: one last question for you. We're speaking with uh, Congressman-elect Burgess Owens, who is supportive of an effort to object to the certification of the presidential election results. Uh, this, uh, a part of the process coming to take place on the 6th of January, next Wednesday, uh, this objection will likely be partnered with an objection on the Senate side, which will ultimately lead to uh, a debate and a vote as to whether or not to to uphold the objection. Numbers right now, at least in my interpretation of things, uh, don't seem to stand uh, on the side of this being upheld. And it is likely that, uh, you know, come the end of the day on the 6th, that uh, President-elect Joe Biden will, in fact, be certified by Congress, uh, inaugurated then on the 20th. Last question for you, uh, Congressman-elect. And it's a technical kind of procedural question. Will you will you simply be standing in support of Representative Brooks or will you be raising your own objections?
1: I'm not sure yet. I mean, I've thought through the process, uh, and it's something that – this is all new to me, so I'll, sure. I'll figure that out as we get close. Let me just say this, though, Lee, before, before I let you go. What this does show is the genius and the wisdom of our four founders. This country is based on we the people, not eight people, not nine people in, in, uh, with black robes. Uh, not it, it is so 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 cool to see that we're having conversations about our Constitution that many people have never, ever heard about so it 's time for us to teach this process again, so our kids understand our young people and old that this constitution is based on the power of being with we the people and this is just, this, 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 this is an opportunity for people like myself to rep- that represents district Four to stand for what what I believe in and that it be heard by, by people across the country. So there are people tuning in this this, this this issue that have never heard some of the things we'll be talking about. So we the people who've a bit more educated about the system, what happened, and also about the Constitution. And whatever flows from that, we will – we will. I will support whoever will be the elect, the, the the president of the United States, and then fight the fight that we need to take on from that point on. Either support or or fight based on the uh, the policies uh, uh, that that will be taken from that point.
0: All Alrighty, uh, for just the next two days or so, Congressman-elect Burgess Owens, and then uh, come Sunday, as per the Constitution of the United States, will be sworn in as a new member of the United States Congress in the 117th. Uh, Congressman-elect, thank you for your time. Thanks for sharing uh, your thoughts with us here on the air.
1: Thank, thank you once again, Lee, and Happy New Year. We bounce back years for us all. We're going to make it happen. That's the way. Thank you so much. All righty.
0: We're going to take a quick break here, and when we return, we're going to look at some of the views on this very matter, those held by various members of Congress, in particular a write-up from Ben Sass. Uh, a senator in the United States Senate who has some very strong points to make. And I want to share them with you as we return from the break. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Hey, okay, welcome back to this is the last episode of the year. Taking the day off tomorrow. Going to celebrate with family. I invite you to do the same. So today is it. This is our last chance to hang out for these few hours here. And uh, we're starting off with some news. We're starting off with some congressional stuff. You just heard the conversation between myself and Congressman-elect Representative uh, Burgess Owens. Uh, And let me ask you, if you were listening to that and you heard him present his rationale for uh, a decision that he will be making uh, next Wednesday. Uh, January 6th is a, one of the final stages in the process to inaugurate a president. It, in the past, has gone by relatively unnoticed. In fact, I when working in Washington, D.C., uh, as I look back on my time there, as the day that Congress came together in a joint session, the House and the Senate, and voted to certify the election results, or specifically the ballots cast by electors, Across the country, the day came and went without much fanfare. In fact, that has been pretty much the norm throughout history. Two instances, in fact, two instances in the whole lifespan of our nation have there been uh, challenges, objections raised to the ballots cast by electors. And while it hasn't happened yet, the expectation is, especially after an announcement just yesterday from Missouri Senator Josh Hawley, we'll get into that in just a moment, it's expected that we are going to make some history next Wednesday. And for good or for ill, the history books will remember January 6th, 2021. I want to uh, kind of pick apart some of the words shared by Josh Hawley. We mentioned briefly this announcement by him yesterday, but didn't have the time to dig into what he had to say. I want to, uh, want you to hear from him. I want to also share some words from uh, some various uh, Republicans who are having a, a little bit of a tough time swallowing this pill, as well as I want to share with you some of the words from Senator Ben Sass. Senator Ben Sasse of Nebraska has on Facebook a few hours ago posted a long and exhaustive uh, response and assertion to why he why he is not standing with those objecting to these uh, Electoral College votes. We'll get into that in just a moment. Uh, but first, uh, we're going to go to where this all started, really, uh, and that is uh, from Josh Hawley, Missouri Senator who has made it known that he will offer up companion objections to what was announced by uh, Representative Mo Brooks. He writes, in part, I cannot certify the Electoral College results on January 6th without raising the fact that some states, particularly Pennsylvania, failed to follow their own state election laws. And I cannot vote to certify without pointing out the unprecedented effort by megacorporations. And he goes on talking about uh, social media, Facebook and Twitter and the like. You see, there are two phrases in his statement there that make me scratch my head. And it gets back to one of the questions I asked of uh, Congressman-elect Owens, Burgess Owens, as he and I spoke to kick off today's program. Ultimately, when the debate is over and when the objections fail and the vote is brought back to the floor in joint session, would they be voting to certify the results? Josh Hawley, in his statement, does not make it clear exactly where he stands on that issue. He does make it clear, sure, that he will be raising an objection. But he writes, and pay attention to the verbiage here. I've written a number of these statements in my day, and you don't ever choose words accidentally. I cannot vote to certify the Electoral College results on January 6th without raising the fact that some states, particularly Pennsylvania, failed to follow their own state election laws. So, Is it ultimately his intention to reject the certification or is it his intention to ultimately stand behind the will of the electors and ultimately the voting public of the United States? But after he uh, makes the point and brings up the fact that uh, he would have liked to have seen things go differently in Pennsylvania. And I ask the same question of Burgess Owens. What do you think about this whole deal? Is it, as Congressman-elect Owens put it, the fourth quarter, and that the clock is important and playing every uh, card you have before the end of the game, you should do it? Let me know five seven five zero zero is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, this uh, representative uh, Riggleman, a representative from Virginia, had this to say on the question: uh, "It's ludicrous. Uh, you know, it's pretty interesting to me that you know that they're basing their objections on disinformation that they themselves have helped create." The congressman, again, a, a Republican, continued specifically in his uh, response to Senator Hawley's announcement to raise the objection on the Senate side. I think he finds this a, a great way to fundraise. Uh, he knows this is a hopeless task, uh, but it's going to raise his profile, uh, makes him look like a fighter based on disinformation. And it's I find it, you know, the quintessential politician. It's, it's really um,
1: a little slimy.
0: OK, Riggleman brings up an interesting point about this whole effort. Elevating the profile of Josh Hawley. And while that is very, very true today, it is, incre- it is true today. Right now, Hawley is driving this whole storyline. I uh, and you are, we are talking here today about this. I reached out to Burgess Owen's office because of Josh Hawley. His, ele- his notoriety right now is is probably higher than it has been for the duration of his time as a United States senator. And some looking forward to twenty twenty four might see that as an effort to position himself in, you know, some way to run for presidential office. But what kind of memories do we have? You think the efforts of today will be remembered in three, three and a half, four years from now? I doubt it. And so what's the real ambition here? What's the real play? Let me know. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Quick break, back with more here. KSL News Radio.